Chapter fifty six of a popular history of France from the earliest times, volume six. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A popular history of France from the earliest times, volume six, by Francois Guizot, translated by Robert Black. Chapter fifty six. Louis the sixteenth, ministry of M. Turgot, seventeen seventy four to seventeen seventy six, part two. M. Turgot had been confined to his bed for some months by an attack of gout. The Paris bakers' shops had already been pillaged. The rioters had entered simultaneously by several gates, badly guarded. Only one bakery, the owner of which had taken the precaution of putting over the door a notice with shop to let on it, had escaped the madman. The controller-general had himself put into his carriage and driven to Versailles. At his advice, the king withdrew his rash concession. The current price of bread was maintained. Quote, no firing upon them, Louis the Sixteenth insisted. The lieutenant of police, Lenoir, had shown weakness and inefficiency. Marshal Biron was entrusted with the repression of the riot. He occupied all the main thoroughfares and crossroads. Sentries were placed at the bakers' doors those who had hidden themselves were compelled to bake the octroi dues on grain were at the same time suspended at all the markets wheat was already going down when the parisians went out of doors to see the riot they couldn't find any Quote, well done general in command of the flour or general des farina said the tremblers admiring the military arrangements of marshal biron the Parliament had caused to be placarded a decree against street assemblies, at the same time requesting the King to lower the price of bread. The result was deplorable. The severe resolution of the Council was placarded beside the proclamation of the Parliament. The magistrates were summoned to Versailles. The prosecution of offenders was forbidden them. It was entrusted to the Provost Department. Quote, the proceedings of the brigands appear to be combined said the keeper of the seals their approach is announced public rumours indicate the day the hour the places at which they are to commit their outrages it would seem as if there were a plan formed to lay waste the country places intercept navigation prevent the carriage of wheat on the high roads in order to starve out the large towns and especially the city of paris the king at the same time forbade any quote-unquote remonstrance quote, i rely said he on dismissing the court upon your placing no obstacle or hindrance in the way of the measures i have taken in order that no similar event may occur during the period of my reign the troubles were everywhere subsiding the merchants were recovering their spirits M. Turgot had at once sent fifty thousand francs to a trader whom the rioters had robbed of a boat full of wheat which they had flung into the river. Two of the insurgents were at the same time hanged at Paris on a gallows forty feet high, and a notice was sent to the parish priests, which they were to read from the pulpit in order to enlighten the people as to the folly of such outbreaks and as to the conditions of the trade in grain. Quote, my people when they know the authors of the trouble will regard them with horror said the royal circular the authors of the trouble have remained unknown to his last day m turgot believed in the existence of a plot concocted by the prince of conti with the design of overthrowing him 
severities were hateful to the king he had misjudged his own character when at the outset of his reign he had desired the appellation of louis le severe Quote, have we nothing to reproach ourselves with in these measures he was incessantly asking m turgot who was as conscientious but more resolute than his master an amnesty preceded the coronation which was to take place at rheims on the eleventh of june seventeen seventy five a grave question presented itself as regarded the king's oath should he swear as the majority of his predecessors had sworn to exterminate heretics m turgot had aroused louis the sixteenth scruples upon this subject Quote, tolerance ought to appear expedient in point of policy for even an infidel prince he said but it ought to be regarded as a sacred duty for a religious prince his opinion had been warmly supported by m de malesherbes premier president of the court of aids the king in his perplexity consulted m de maurepas m turgot is right said the minister but he is too bold what he proposes could hardly be attempted by a prince who came to the throne at a ripe age and in tranquil times that is not your position the fanatics are more to be dreaded than the heretics the latter are accustomed to their present condition it will always be easy for you not to employ persecution those old formulas of which nobody takes any notice are no longer considered to be binding the king yielded he made no change in the form of the oath and confined himself to stammering out a few incoherent words at the coronation of louis the fifteenth the people heretofore admitted freely to the cathedral had been excluded at the coronation of louis the sixteenth the officiator who was the coadjutor of rheims omitted the usual formula addressed to the whole assembly quote, will you have this king for your king End quote. this insolent neglect was soon to be replied to by the sinister echo of the sovereignty of the people the clergy scared by m turgot's liberal tendencies reiterated their appeals to the king against the liberties tacitly accorded to protestants quote, finish they said to louis the sixteenth the work which louis the great began and which louis the well-beloved continued the king answered with vague assurances already MM. turgot and de malesherbes were entertaining him with a project which conceded to protestants the civil status m de malesherbes indeed had been for some months past seconding his friend in the weighty task which the latter had undertaken born at paris on the sixth of december seventeen twenty one son of the chancellor william de lamoignon and for the last twenty-three years premier president in the court of aids malesherbes had invariably fought on behalf of honest right and sound liberty popularity had followed him in exile it had increased continually since the accession of louis the sixteenth who lost no time in recalling him he had just presented to the king a remarkable memorandum touching the reform of the fiscal regimen when m turgot proposed to the king to call him to the ministry in the place of the duke of la Vrilière. m de maurepas made no objection quote, he will be the link of the ministry he said because he has the eloquence of tongue and of heart quote, rest assured wrote mademoiselle de l'espinasse that what is well will be done and will be done well never no never were two more enlightened more disinterested more virtuous men more powerfully knit together in a greater and a higher cause 
the first care of m de malesherbes was to protest against the sealed letters or lettres de cachet summary arrest the application whereof he was for putting in the hands of a special tribunal he visited the bastille releasing the prisoners confined on simple suspicion he had already dared to advise the king to a convocation of the states-general in france he had written to louis the sixteenth the nation has always had a deep sense of its right and its liberty our maxims have been more than once recognized by our kings they have even gloried in being the sovereigns of a free people meanwhile the articles of this liberty have never been reduced to writing and the real power the power of arms which under a feudal government was in the hands of the grandees has been completely centred in the kingly power we ought not to hide from you sir that the way which would be most simple most natural and most in conformity with the constitution of this monarchy would be to hear the nation itself in full assembly and nobody should have the poltroonery to use any other language to you nobody should leave you in ignorance that the unanimous wish of the nation is to obtain states-general or at the least states-provincial deign to consider sir that on the day you grant this precious liberty to your people it may be said that a treaty has been concluded between king and nation against ministers and magistrates against the ministers if there be any perverted enough to wish to conceal from you the truth against the magistrates if there ever be any ambitious enough to pretend to have the exclusive right of telling you it almost the whole ministry was in the hands of reformers a sincere desire to do good impelled the king towards those who promised him the happiness of his people marshal muy had succumbed to a painful operation Quote, sir he had said to louis the sixteenth before placing himself in the surgeon's hands in a fortnight i shall be at your majesty's feet or with your august father he had succumbed m turgot spoke to m de Bonpas of the duke of saint-germain propose him to the king said the minister adding his favourite phrase quote, unquote, one can but try in the case of government trials are often a dangerous thing m de saint-germain born in the jura in 1707 and entered first of all amongst the jesuits had afterwards devoted himself to the career of arms he had served the elector palatin maria theresa and the elector of bavaria enrolled finally by marshal saxe he had distinguished himself under his orders as lieutenant-general during the seven years war he had brought up his division at rosbach more quickly than his colleagues had theirs he had fled less far than the others before the enemy but his character was difficult suspicious exacting he was always seeing everywhere plots concocted to ruin him i am persecuted to the death he would say he entered the service of denmark returning to france and in poverty he lived in alsace on the retired list it was there that the king's summons came to find him out in his solitude m de saint-germain had conceived a thousand projects of reform he wanted to apply them all at once he made no sort of case of the picked corps and suppressed the majority of them thus irritating likewise all the privileged Quote, M. de Saint-Germain, wrote Frederick II to Voltaire, had great and noble plans very advantageous for your welches. 
but everybody thwarted him because the reforms he proposed would have entailed a strictness which was repugnant to them on ten thousand sluggards well frogged well laced the enthusiasm which had been excited by the new minister of war had disappeared from amongst the officers he lost the hearts of the soldiers by wanting to establish in the army the corporal punishments in use amongst the german armies in which he had served the feeling was so strong that the attempt was abandoned Quote, in the matter of sabres said a grenadier i like only the edge violent and weak both together in spite of his real merit and his genuine worth often giving up wise resolutions out of sheer embarrassment he nearly always failed in what he undertook the outcries against the reformers were increased thereby the faults of m de saint-germain were put down to m turgot it was against the latter indeed that the courtier's anger and m de maurepas's growing jealousy were directed Quote, once upon a time there was in france said a pamphlet entitled le songe de m de maurepas attributed to monsieur the king's brother quote, there was in france a certain man clumsy crass heavy born with more of rudeness than of character more of obstinacy than of firmness of impetuosity than of tact a charlatan in administration as well as in virtue made to bring the one into disrepute and the other into disgust in other respects shy from self-conceit timid from pride as unfamiliar with men whom he had never known as with public affairs which he had always seen askew his name was turgot he was one of those half-thinking brains which adopt all visions all manias of a gigantic sort he was believed to be deep he was really shallow night and day he was raving of philosophy liberty equality net product quote, he is too much or trop fort for me m de maurepas would often say quote, a man must be possessed or inspired or enragé wrote malesherbes to force at one and the same time the hand of the king of m de maurepas of the whole court and of the parliament perhaps the task was above human strength it was certainly beyond that of m turgot ever occupied with the public wheel he turned his mind to every subject issuing a multiplicity of decrees sometimes with rather chimerical hopes he had proposed to the king six edicts two were extremely important the first abolished jurorships or jurandes and masterships or maîtrises among the workmen Quote, the king said the preamble wishes to secure to all his subjects and especially to the humblest to those who have no property but their labour and their industry the full and entire enjoyment of their rights and to reform consequently the institutions which strike at those rights and which in spite of their antiquity have failed to be legalised by time opinion and even the acts of authority the second substituted for forced labor on roads and highways an impost to which all proprietors were equally liable this was the first step towards equal redistribution of taxes great was the explosion of disquietude and wrath on the part of the privileged it showed itself first in the council by the mouth of m de miromesnil turgot sprang up with animation 
quote, the keeper of the seals he said seems to adopt the principle that by the constitution of the state the noblesse ought to be exempt from all taxation this idea will appear a paradox to the majority of the nation the commoners or roturiers are certainly the greatest number and we are no longer in the days when their voices did not count the king listened to the discussion in silence quote, come he exclaimed abruptly i see that there are only m turgot and i here who love the people and he signed the edicts the parliament like the noblesse had taken up the cudgels they made representation after representation quote, the populace of france said the court boldly is liable to talliage and forced labor at will and that is a part of the constitution which the king cannot change louis the sixteenth summoned the parliament to versailles and had the edicts enregistered at a bed of justice quote, it is a bed of beneficence exclaimed voltaire a passionate admirer of turgot the comptroller-general was triumphant but his victory was but the prelude to his fall too many enemies were leagued against him irritated both by the noblest qualities of his character and at the same time by the natural defects of his manners possessed of love quote, for a beautiful ideal of a rage for perfection end quote, m turgot had wanted to attempt everything undertake everything reform everything at one blow he fought single-handed m de malesherbes firm as a rock at the head of the court of aids supported as he was by the traditions and corporate feeling of the magistracy had shown weakness as a minister quote, i could offer the king only uprightness and good-heartedness he said himself two qualities insufficient to make a minister even a mediocre one End quote. the courtiers in fact called him quote, unquote, good heart or bonhomme quote, m de malesherbes has doubts about everything wrote madame de defant m turgot has doubts about nothing End quote. m de maurepas having of set purpose got up rather a serious quarrel with him malesherbes sent in his resignation to the king the latter pressed him to withdraw it the minister remained inflexible quote, you are better off than i said louis the sixteenth at last you can abdicate End quote. for a long while the king had remained faithful to m turgot quote, people may say what they like he would repeat with sincere conviction but he is an honest man End quote. infamous means were employed it is said with the king he was shown forged letters purporting to come from m turgot intercepted at the post and containing opinions calculated to wound his majesty himself to pacify the jealousy of m de maurepas turgot had given up his privilege of working alone with the king left to the adroit manoeuvres of his old minister louis the sixteenth fell away by degrees from the troublesome reformer against whom were leagued all those who were about him the queen had small liking for m turgot whose strict economy had cut down the expenses of her household contrary to their usual practice her most trusted servants abetted the animosity of m de maurepas quote, i confess that i am not sorry for these departures wrote marie antoinette to her mother after the fall of m turgot but i have had nothing to do with them quote, 
sir m turgot had written to louis the sixteenth monarchs governed by courtiers have but to choose between the fate of charles i and that of charles the eleventh the coolness went on increasing between the king and his minister on the twelfth of may seventeen seventy six the comptroller-general entered the king's closet he had come to speak to him about a new project for an edict the exposition of reasons was as usual a choice morsel of political philosophy Quote, another commentary said the king with temper he listened however when the comptroller-general had finished quote, is that all asked the king quote, yes sir quote, so much the better and he showed the minister out a few hours later m turgot received his dismissal he was at his desk drawing up an important decree he laid down his pen saying quietly quote, my successor will finish end quote and when m de maurepas hypocritically expressed his regret quote, i retire said m turgot without having to reproach myself with feebleness or falseness or dissimulation end quote. he wrote to the king quote, i have done sir what i believe to be my duty in setting before you with unreserved and unexampled frankness the difficulty of the position in which i stood and what i thought of your own if i had not done so i should have considered myself to have behaved culpably towards you you no doubt have come to a different conclusion since you have withdrawn your confidence from me but even if i were mistaken you cannot sir but do justice to the feeling by which i was guided all i desire sir is that you may always be able to believe that i was short-sighted and that i pointed out to you merely fanciful dangers i hope that time may not justify me and that your reign may be as happy and as tranquil for yourself and your people as they flattered themselves it would be in accordance with your principles of justice and beneficence useless wishes belied in advance by the provisions of m turgot himself he had espied the danger and sounded some of the chasms just yawning beneath the feet of the nation as well as of the king he committed the noble error of believing in the instant and supreme influence of justice and reason quote, sir said he to louis the sixteenth you ought to govern like god by general laws had he been longer in power m turgot would still have failed in his designs the life of one man was too short and the hand of one man too weak to modify the course of events fruit slowly ripened during so many centuries it was to the honour of m turgot that he discerned the mischief and would fain have applied the proper remedy he was often mistaken about the means oftener still about the strength he had at disposal he had the good fortune to die early still sad and anxious about the fate of his country without having been a witness of the catastrophes he had foreseen and of the sufferings as well as wreckage through which france must pass before touching at the haven he would fain have opened to her the joy of the courtiers was great at versailles when the news arrived of m turgot's fall the public regretted it but little 
the inflexible severity of his principles which he never veiled by grace of manners a certain disquietude occasioned by the chimerical views which were attributed to him had alienated many people from him his real friends were in consternation Quote, i was but lately rejoicing said abbe very at the idea that the work was going on of coolly repairing a fine edifice which time had damaged henceforth the most that will be done will be to see after repairing a few of its cracks i no longer indulge in hopes of its restoration i cannot but apprehend its downfall sooner or later Quote, oh what news i hear writes voltaire to d'alembert france would have been too fortunate what will become of us i am quite upset i see nothing but death for me to look forward to now that m turgot is out of office it is a thunderbolt fallen upon my brain and upon my heart a few months later m de saint-germain retired in his turn not to alsace again but to the arsenal with forty thousand livres of her pension the first the great attempt at reform had failed Quote, m de malesherbes lacked will to remain in power said abbe Vry. m turgot conciliatoriness or conciliabilité and m de maurepas sole enough to follow his lights m de malesherbes wrote condorcet has either from inclination or from default of mental rectitude a bias towards eccentric and paradoxical ideas he discovers in his mind numberless arguments for and against but never discovers a single one to decide him in his private capacity he had employed his eloquence in proving to the king and the ministers that the good of the nation was the one thing needful to be thought of when he became minister he employed it in proving that this good was impossible Quote, i understand two things in the matter of war said m de saint-germain just before he became minister to obey and to command but if it comes to advising i don't know anything about it he was indeed a bad adviser and with the best intentions he had no idea either how to command or to make himself obeyed m turgot had correctly estimated the disorder of affairs when he wrote to the king on the thirtieth of april a fortnight before his disgrace quote, sir the parliaments are already in better heart more audacious more implicated in the cabals of the court than they were in seventeen seventy after twenty years of enterprise and success minds are a thousand times more excited upon all sorts of matters and your ministry is almost as divided and as feeble as that of your predecessor consider sir that in the course of nature you have fifty years to reign and reflect what progress may be made by a disorder which in twenty years has reached the pitch at which we see it turgot and malesherbes had fallen they had vainly attempted to make the soundest as well as the most moderate principles of pure philosophy triumphant in the government at home a new attempt bolder and at the same time more practical was soon about to resuscitate for a while the hopes of liberal minds 
abroad and in a new world there was already a commencement of events which were about to bring to france a revival of glory and to shed on the reign of louis the sixteenth a moment's legitimate and brilliant lustre End of chapter fifty six